All right, all right. Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to stop by. This is uh, this is Chairman House of Barf. Um, you know, I'm looking at CNBC.com. Looks like Sports Illustrated, Swimsuit, and another company are ringing the bell today. Or, you know, just up there on the platform while the bell's ringing. No one specifically was ringing the bell, an actual bell. Alright, Dow Jones is down about approximately 80 uh, points, down 0.22%. S&P 500 uh, down about 2.20 points. Uh, it's moving up. It's down about 1.50 points now. About uh, down about 0.04 percent. Uh, Nasdaq is up about t- approximately 20 points. Um, up about 0.14 percent. Uh, gold is at approximately 1,963 dollars. Silver uh, down about one percent. Uh, copper's down about one point six percent. Okay. All right. All right. Um, talking about layoffs. Um, the reinvention of corporate America. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, corporate layoffs is going to be a big issue. Uh, stuff with the economy. I don't know exactly how that stuff is going to work. Um, uh, you have. Uh, what, 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 let me see, let me see if, what, what could possibly happen if I could see any notes. Um, um, I'm just trying to see if I could, uh, see any notes. Basically, what, um, just give me one second. Just looking over some, uh, things that I may have, some things that I may have possibly jotted down, uh, in regards to, um, the, uh, unemployment market, uh, and what the Fed may do, um, uh, what they may do with their, you know, monetary policy, uh, regarding, uh, inflation or whatever it is that would affect, uh, employment. If I can, uh, take a look at any notes or anything, I'll try to find something on that real quick. Uh, but as of right now, uh, I'm just saying, good morning, Ooh, I'm just saying good morning. Um, just want to start off by uh, saying thank you so much to anybody who's decided to stop by uh, and, and kick it with your man, Chairman, uh, at the house. Uh, astonishing. Uh, did it again today. And I'm going to work on stop doing this. Uh, just waking up um, in the morning and checking my podcast because that's what I used to do when I was at work. I would uh, wake up in the morning and I would uh, first thing like I would do is um, uh, check my emails. Uh, I could wake up at three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning and still check my emails. Um, uh, So I don't want to turn like right now, uh, you know, call me what you want to call me. I'm on Elon Musk shit. You know, call me lazy, call me, you know, black man or melanin, you know, man of melanin descent or whatever. One of my homeboys was telling me, uh, you are a copper tone. I said, okay. 
uh, you know, I resonate more with that than I resonate with anything else I've ever been called. Uh, let me see. Copper tone. Um, let me see. Uh, copper tone uh, people. I don't know. I, I got to call my man. Um, yeah. Uh, so he was letting me know that... Uh, that I am a copper tone. And I say, okay, I, I resonate with that. So call me what you want to call me. But um, right now, I, I, you can call me lazy, black man, whatever, allergic to a job, you know, uh, doesn't want to work hard. Uh, call me what you want to say. Say what you want to say. Uh, I would say all that is false. Uh, not saying more than a lot of people, but there's a lot of people that I probably, uh, work harder than would or would work harder than with the opportunity, but it's not always about working hard. And that's where, uh, we're going in the, uh, in the future. Uh, the job market is coming up a couple of times as we're talking job, uh, market, um, unemployment, uh, working, uh, hard versus working, uh, smart, uh, because, uh, with the emergence of AI, uh, working hard is no longer, you know, manual labor. Yeah. Uh, like let's say for example, uh, uh, Trump gets elected 2024, uh, and he decides that he's bringing jobs back to America. Um, just, you know, not saying that that would ever happen, but let's just say uh, working hard, like back in the day, blowing your back out, blowing your tricep out, femur busted, whatever, was acceptable and acknowledged uh, back in the day. Um, however, um, moving forward, uh, that's not going to be necessary. You know, uh, coal mining or manufacturing or industrial industry the industrial industry takes off uh with plants and whatnot coming back it's going to be totally different it's going to be mainly ai operated i mean to an extent um i feel to an extent that i kind of lost my role uh to ai to an extent not really there was a bunch of other performance issues and stuff that was going on and it was a whole lot but you know, with the emergence of AI, I mean, AI, you know, they're really trying to bring it in and, uh, and to an extent, oh, my phone, uh, fell, uh, from the Listerine bottle that I use to keep it up. Um, I need to get a stack of something to keep it up, uh, cause it was vibrating, uh, letting me know I need to put my charger in, um, but yeah, AI is really, I mean, we don't see, we typically have our timeline and then there's God's timeline and then there's other timeline and then there's like technology timeline. And with technology timeline, we don't know. We'll say, okay, it'll be 2050 before we're driving autonomous cars and having AI take over 80% of the job market and blah, blah, blah. Uh, we just heard, I was just hearing Jim Cramer say the emergence of the new corporate America. Uh, I, I love that. Um, I'm all for new stuff. I, I tell people all the time. I am not a, uh, I, I have a couple of curses. I, I, I don't think about the uh, present. I don't really think about the past. I do think about it. Uh, but I think about the future a lot. 
I always think about where are we going uh, and, and can we get there fast and can we also get far? Um, but um, yeah, yeah, the job market uh, would be totally different, 80%. Um, but yeah, working uh, hard versus working smart. Um, yeah, I may go around saying I may work harder than a bunch of other individuals and that may be true. You know, I may be willing to put in those extra hours. I've had a couple of people talk to me about sleep. You know, how valuable are you if you're not sleeping? Uh, another thing is um, uh, working smart w- uh, with the emergence of AI. Uh, it was not about working hard. It's about being able to put in uh, data and analytics, actual data and analytics. That's really what the jobs are coming down to, in my personal opinion, so far. What they are now is uh, who can collect the best data, you know, a bunch of people are going to come out and be like, Hey, we should just collect all this data. Uh, but it's going to be, who knows what best data to collect, how to input it into something, which this is all going on right now. Um, and then, um, who can read it, who can manipulate it. Um, so, uh, it's going to be so much more working smart. So it's also working hard, uh, I would say in, uh, I can work harder than a bunch of individuals, but I am planning on getting to a point, even with this uh, this research mm-hmm. podcast, our conversation with my homies, um, that we get to a point where I am now questioning things about, uh, uh, you know, how to build an algorithm, how to code, um, what the hell is schematics. Um, so that I could possibly build my own personal algorithm, nothing that I would sell or give to people, but just enough, you know, to an extent, uh, when it comes to trading, you are building an algorithm when you use your stop losses, uh, your buy, uh, uh, um, your, your, uh, your buy stops, uh, or your buy limits or your, you know, whatnot. When you're using those, you're essentially kind of building an algorithm. Uh, you're basically, or if you set alerts, uh, our bells or dings, um, our triggers, um, when you're setting those things up, essentially you're saying that I'm trying to set this algorithm up. Now, if we could just take it to the next level, but of course, I still would want to be in control of my algorithm because let's say, for example, uh, Putin comes out tomorrow and says he's going to hit the motherfucking red button. We're going down. All right. And matter of fact, he hit it 24 hours ago, but, uh, he had to do it in the dark because the way they're set up, he had to ask two more people and he didn't feel like going through that bullshit. So he asked two of his homies and said, this is how it's going down. I don't know. They break into the system. The missile went off 24 hours ago. It's already in flight. And and they were able to, uh, I don't know, somehow keep it quiet, clone the missile for 24 hours. Uh, now it's on. Um, the algorithm is going to completely sell out of everything. Just completely. You know, it, I don't, it, you know, I'm not even sure if it would take into account. Um, Let's hold, let's hold, let's hold, let's see, let's see what happens because there's no algorithm for a president or a world leader setting off a nuclear bomb, supposedly. Um, uh, let's see what Google says about it real quick. Uh, I'm just using Google real quick. Uh, what does AI say 
about a the about the stock market and a nuclear war. I heard somebody say the other day, that's the N-word. You're not supposed to say it. Like, oh shit. You know, it was just it was just a joke. It was actually kind of funny. Um I don't know. Uh, Think Tank warns about a nuclear war. That was back in 2018. Uh, Let's go ahead and take a look at what Warren Buffett said about AI uh, back on May 7th, 2023. This is an article on Yahoo Finance by Ryan Hogg. Uh, Warren Buffett says AI is like the creation of the atom bomb. He often calls nuclear war his biggest fear. Okay, so that's not what I'm looking for, but just a couple of bullet points on this. Buffett has long spoken about his fears about nuclear war keeping him up at night. Okay, he just may want to calm down. If, if I, I, I don't know where he's living these days, if he's in Ohio or not. Um, I do need to get his mentor's book. I forgot what it's called. Um Another bullet point, Um, the legendary investor said AI can change everything in the world except how men think and behave. So that's kind of what I wanted to touch on. Uh, Maybe not for this episode, uh, but real quick, because I've already been talking for about 10 minutes. uh, Warren Buffett's mentor book. Uh, The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham It's a book I've been meaning to get. And uh, uh, read uh, if Warren Buffett says this is the book that, you know, he used back in the day. Maybe if I know my books, I don't have a lot of books, but I use the same book um, over and over and over. Um, So he may even still use that book to this day. Um, Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who stopped by. I still wanted to say something else. Uh, Just getting the day started. Uh, I'm really on a high right now. I do want to stay low, though. I want to stay humble because I do not want to, like, you know, get haughty or anything. Let's take a quick break. Uh, This is Chairman House of Barf. All right. All right. Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to come back and kick up with your man Chairman at the house. Uh, The thing that I wanted to say, um, I wanted to say uh, good morning uh, again and uh, thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to stop by. Uh, I, I, I woke up this morning and the first thing I did was check the podcast um, or the app podcasters. Uh, besides that, um, you know, if you do if you do decide to listen to this show, I would highly recommend uh, uh, listening to the show on uh, Spotify. Uh, premium service. Uh, premium service, as far as I know, it is nine ninety nine. Uh, per month, uh, Spotify does uh, periodically have uh, specials going on uh, where um, they gave out the service for, let's say, like three months for $9.99. Um, as far as, you know, anything going on with Spotify, I don't know about in the news. Um, I, I was just having some issues at work. Uh, it wasn't going well for me. Lost my mind um, and decided that I was going to go ahead and just pick up my cell phone and start a podcast. Uh, I did start one about four years ago. Uh, I deleted all the episodes. I was trying to hide it. Um, so I don't have them anymore. Uh, it, that one was called The Breaks. 
but now I'm starting a new one. I'm about 16 episodes. I think this may be episode 16 today. Um, so I'm just starting over again. Uh, this uh, podcast is exclusively on um, Spotify as of right now. Um, hopefully I'll be able to get that branched out to further apps, but if they're not willing to play the full song or at least half the song or something, I think I just may keep this to Spotify, uh, exclusively. Um, hopefully I'll be able to start earning some, uh, income off of this so I can start paying some bills. Uh, also, um, I do plan on in the future having a few more podcasts, uh, that I'm going to have with some buddies, um, try to get that up and going. As well as uh, I've completely lost my mind and um, and just you know went ape shit, and um, I'm also uh, in the process of um, I'm also in the process of, of of doing this project of a children's uh, book. Uh, we'll see how far this goes. All right, uh, desperate times, desperate measures. Uh, I want to give a shout out uh, to actually my my pop, my dad, uh, who's actually um, helping me so much with communicating with uh, people right now. See, I was in the office uh, for several years, uh, and it's no big deal uh, talking to people for years. Um, my pop, on the other hand, is still uh, still active uh, in the community. Uh, in retirement, uh, you know, a few things is uh, he's big on the census borough. Um, uh, he's mm-hmm. he's big mm-hmm. on, uh, you know, just uh, community involvement. Um, right now, something he's working on is erosion of creeks and uh, uh, in, in neighborhoods and, and how this erosion can damage property. Uh, this is in Prince George's County, and this is something that he's working on. Uh, and, um, and he's also assisted me with the, the project that I'm working on this children's book on communicating with publishers, uh, that are, um, I don't, I don't know who our current possible prospect publisher is, um, who says that they're going to, um, help us publish this. Um, but, uh, he definitely, uh, is definitely taking lead on that, uh, helping me out a lot, uh, cause I kind of need to decompress. It's been a few weeks for me now. Um, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm waking up a little bit. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of coming out of it a little bit. I'm actually every now and then I have a nice day. I have a good day. Um, even if I have a rough day, um, it doesn't feel like such a rough day. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I want to shout out to my pop. Um, and a few other shout outs, shout outs to my mom. I know she's helping out on it as well. Probably just more in the background, just probably not getting all the recognition, uh, just probably not talking about it. Um, and of course, um, shout out to anybody else who's helping me on those projects. Um, shout out to my uh, partner, uh, my my estranged partner or whatever uh, we are right now. Uh, just been lightening the load on me a little bit, uh, not being so, uh, you know, so uh, hard on me right now. Uh, actually being supportive, um, just, you know, help, we're helping each other get through our journeys. Uh, shout out to all the family and friends. Um, so yeah, I woke up, uh, looked at the podcast and had five more spins. 
and then and, and uh, what I call a spin or a view is essentially uh, what it is is someone who took time out of their day uh, to listen to this uh, house of barf uh, for sixty minutes out of their day. Uh, now I do know first part of the show is music, uh, so maybe once they got past the music and they heard a little bit about this, they they said you know what I quit, or maybe they listened to the whole thing. I don't have the analytics on how far they listen to. Um, shout out to the audience members who in the last seven days have used their device to listen to, uh, barf, um, is really much appreciated. Uh, thank you so much. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thinking like, I haven't even touched all platforms yet. If I get this RSS link down, I could throw this podcast up on about eight, nine different, um, uh, uh, podcast providers, platforms to include Apple, you know? Um, so I mean, let's, I mean, let's just see where, where this could go. I also don't want to grow too fast. Um, cause what goes up must come down. And, um, you know, um, I'm not saying that I'm, uh, got a, a scot free history. Um, you know, uh, I, so I just, I just want to kind of just take my time, lay low, you know what I'm saying, uh, and just and just take my time with this and just enjoy doing it on Spotify. Uh, when th- one day that RSS link is going to be so easy because it was easy before four years ago. It was easy. It was like, do you want to be on other platforms? And it was like, yeah. And it was like, click, and it was done. Now they're talking about I got to get this RSS link, and uh, this is what an RSS link looks like. It's not a URL. Uh, so I got to figure that out. Uh, but again, thank you to the, the audience members that have taken time to use their device to listen to my uh, my podcast as well as uh, for uh, those uh, people who decided to go ahead and give it uh, 60 seconds at least. Um, also, just want to start off on a positive note. Um, just want to say, uh, you know, that, you know, I love you, you all. Um and God loves you, and um, you know. Hopefully, God, God's will, uh, uh, will be, um, uh, you know, work through my tongue, uh, in, in order for you to yield, for us to yield, uh, whatever we're trying to yield, uh, and in, in not investments, uh, just you know, so that we can get the best we can out of this, um, and uh, just you know, uh. Just in life, you know, uh, you know, let's just try to love all things uh, and just be positive because uh, as far as uh, God lets us know, he's in all things. So, um, you know, if we if we love all things and and that's how we can truly love God, because uh, it's hard to say, you know, that you love God um, uh, when you don't like your brother or your neighbor or uh your, your, your best friend's dog, um, you know, so, um, just want to try to start off on a positive note. Um, let's go ahead, uh, take a quick break. Uh, we'll get this started. This is Chan Man, House of Barf. All right. All right. Thank you to anybody who decided to take time to come back to the House of Barf, chill with your man Chan Man. 
CNBC.com. Much more on that in just a moment. Plus, watch news Walmart. Two this morning soaring, posting better than expected revenue in its latest quarter, and signaling a strong take two up ten percent, approximately ten percent. Alibaba also out, posting mixed results, revenue falling short of expectations. The company also announcing plans to list its cloud division as a separately public, separate publicly traded companies. Company, the stock is down about four percent. Let's get some fresh data with existing analysts. All right. Uh, it's approximately 10.02 uh, a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, today is May 18th, 2023. All right. Got myself a little parfait. Um, uh, yogurt. Um, and uh, got myself a Kirkland sparkling water grapefruit. Um, trust me. When I get this thing on point, we're going to be having some bevs. All right. Or, you know, I could do a, a few of these. All right. So, again, I have nothing to talk about. Let's just kind of see what's going on in the news. Uh, see where we can go from here. Um, of course, debt ceiling is uh, is the main topic at hand right now. Um Let's just take a look. Market movers. Um, take two, where we just discussed. Up about 10%. Uh, Bath and Body Works. Wow. Up about 8%. And Synopsis Inc. is up about 6.72%. Uh, biggest losers. Uh, I'm kidding. Oh! JD.com. Uh, down 3.4%. Uh, Cigna. Down about 2.85%. And Newmont Corporation down about 3.9%. Uh, Whoa. Mm-mm-mm. JD.com. That, that one surprised me a little bit. I didn't know they were doing this bad. Um, let's go ahead and take a look. Uh, we went over gold uh, a second ago. Uh, but uh, I don't think uh, I said silver. Uh, silver is approximately $23.73. Platinum is approximately $1,082.66. And palladium is approximately $1,512.50. And that's by the ounce. Um, as we've stated, uh, an ounce is about uh, 28 grams. Um, again, I'm not big on the uh, currencies. Uh, meaning I don't know a lot about them. Uh, that could be something that we look into. Uh, Europe to USD uh, is down approximately about 0.58%. Uh, USD to Japanese yen is up about 0.5%. Um, uh, USD to the uh, British pound is down about 0.55%. Um I don't know all the other countries. Europe, Europe to Japanese is down about 0.3%. Uh, we'll get better at that. Uh, we'll work on that. Uh, cryptocurrencies, right now Bitcoin uh, in the past hour is down about 0.06%. It's currently trading at approximately $27,210.32. Ethereum is trading at approximately $1,815.42. That's up approximately 0.01% in the last hour. Tether trading at approximately uh, 0.99 cents. Uh, XRP trading at about 0.46%. So, um, 
we got some we got some pretty flat news, some pretty good news. Um let me just take a take a look at some of my notes. Um and see kind of uh where I want to go. Uh, I was talking to my little ones yesterday and um they stated that um I was boring. Um so they said, you know, if you could just liven it up a little bit. It's too damn educational. I said, damn. And I'm trying. Okay, well, I'm kind of struggling to find a topic today. There's nothing that's kind of sticking out to me today, or at least not right now. Uh, I mean, there's a few uh, topics that I want to go over that uh, I'll just go over real quick. Uh, weddings, uh, the price of weddings and how much they've increased over the, the years. Let's take a look at that real quick. Um, you know, um, I, I've had somebody tell me previously with weddings and not saying this is the topic we're going to go into, but, uh, they tell me that, um, um, it's not how much you spend on the wedding it's, it's, it's how much time you spend together, you know? So, uh, let me go ahead and take a, uh, how much have weddings increased, uh, Over time. Um, okay. The app. Uh, okay. Have weddings got more expensive? Um, all right, this is USA Today. Uh, Ten years ago, couples spent $16,000 on a wedding with an average of 110 guests. Today, that number has jumped to 28000 with an average of 124 guests. Okay. Um so it's, it's 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 getting close to doubling, uh, but uh, we'll take a look at that. Uh, and that article was written in 2017, uh, so that's not even um, right now. Somebody just wrote, wrote uh, how inflation is driving the cost of weddings. Uh, so that was one topic I kind of wanted to go over: family and friends and uh, business. Um, you know how much of that is successful and how much of that. Um, the recession. You know what? What else did I write? Uh, advertisements. Uh, how much money is there in advertisements? For example, um, when I'm doing this podcast, um, <clears throat> I'm kind of waiting on the phone calls from the advertisements. That's kind of like how it's going to kind of work. I don't know how it works with Spotify. I don't even know if Spotify will keep me on or they'll kick me off, tell me that I've been canceled or whatever. But so what happens is I get this podcast, I start getting spins. Now, the last couple of episodes I've had have had approximately about four spins each. Uh, I can't remember the last one yesterday. Uh, uh, what was that topic? I can't remember. Uh, and then the top, the the one bef- the day before that, which was uh, do consumers know what they're talking about? Um, and those last two have gotten about four spins each. So now one thing is this podcast is uh it's strictly on spotify apps uh spotify podcasters and spotify the actual app which i recommend listening to uh to get the full song and not just a snippet with the premium service um so let's say episodes start getting 90 spins or 100 spins then someone may reach out to me i'm talking about per episode and not even just per episode but also you know i'm sure when the episode drops uh, how fast are people listening and do they listen to at least 60 seconds? Uh, so 
uh, I'm waiting on the advertisers uh, to start coming out and saying, will you read this for a minute or two out of your podcast? Um, and then we'll send you, uh, it'll be something like uh, a penny uh, per view. Uh, then they'll start going up to 17 cents per 100 views. Then it'll be 25 cents per 500 views. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> so, um, I was going to look at um, advertisements. Um, also, emerging bank failures and financial crisis. Um, also, want to look at uh, China. Uh, how dependent are we on China and China's uh, issue with Taiwan? Um, you know what? I think I got a topic. I, I think I want to look into China. Uh, just see what kind of going on with that. Um, we'll take a look at the recession. Uh, kind of, you know, go down what the hell is a recession and what the fuck do they look at? Like, what determines the recession? Uh, for example, GDP growth, uh, unemployment or the, the, the labor market, the job market. Um, you know, kind of, um, what things going to, uh, looking at a recession and uh, how's it determined? Um, so we'll see. Let's just kind of, I want to take a look at China right now. I want to see, you know, I should have stayed up late last night. That's another thing is about this podcast is, um, that, you know, I'm going to have to figure out because I want to keep creating content and like, sometimes I can't remember. Uh, so the American market is from nine 30 to 4 PM, uh, Eastern standard time. What time is the Euro European um, uh, stock market? Um, uh, is it is it our uh, is it our uh, Eastern Standard Time? Let me let me do Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Um, yeah, I have to find that out. It was saying, what days does the European stock market open? Uh, what time does the European stock market open and close Eastern Standard Time? It says 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Okay. All right. All right. And uh, let me see uh, the, I think it's Hong Kong. Um, uh, stock market. Open Eastern Standard Time. So, um, I don't know about this, man. Uh, it's saying it's open from nine eight nine thirty a.m. to noon. I, I don't think this is Eastern Standard Time. I think this is like their time. Uh, it looks like they take a break uh, or extended morning afternoon session. Okay, but like. The Hong Kong doesn't appear to start to me till like midnight uh, or something like that. And um, so um, what I may start doing is uh, also when I stay up and take a look at those markets, because I'm taking a look at those markets as well, um, the Hong Kong Stock Exchange and the European Stock Exchange uh, to kind of see what's going to happen. Uh, you know, they they kind of mimic each other. I would say uh, you're kind of mimics America more. 
Uh, but um, maybe there might even be some like uh, late night sessions. Um, yeah, yeah, there may be a couple of other sessions, but I'm just going to keep creating content right now and let's just see where this goes. I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, I think we're going to go ahead and touch on this China-Taiwan issue. Uh, it may have something to do with semiconductors or something. I'm not sure. Uh, you know, AI is coming around. And whoever controls the uh, the chips for a little while until the new technology comes out. But seriously, if you have a patent or something on something for five years, I mean, seriously, you can corner that market for five years before you let everybody else join or before new technology comes. So let's go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, this is Chairman House of Barf. All right, all right. Thank you to anybody and everybody who decided to stop by, kick it with your man, Chairman, at the House of Barf. All right. So, you're literally just going to watch or listen how I'm going to, you know, do research on uh, whatnot. So, a question that I have right now is, I was listening to uh, an interview yesterday on CNBC.com. Um, with Elon Musk, didn't listen to the whole interview. Um, I, I may still uh, listen to that whole interview. Um, and I, I seriously, um, uh, some people may have said that me and Elon Musk have may have things in common, and I'm like, I, I don't see it. The only thing I see we have in common is our our, our physical shapes, uh, which he appears to be in much more uh, better shape than me. Um. But one thing they were discussing was um, China, Taiwan. And I was like, yo, what's going on with China, Taiwan? So first thing I'm going to type in is um, where is Taiwan? Where is Taiwan located? Okay. Uh, this is studytaiwan.org. Uh, located off the southeast coast of the Asian continent and the western edge of the Pacific Ocean between Japan and the Philippines and in the center of the East Asian island art, Taiwan forms a vital line of communication in the Asian Pacific region. So let me see something. Uh, what countries are a part of TPP uh, and the um, uh, TPP stands for uh, the Trans-Pacific Partnership um, let me see uh, I'm just trying to see if I can find an article on this um, Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade uh let me just uh, click on that real quick. Uh, see if they can. See if we can find what countries. I, I just want to see what countries make up uh, TPP. Um, <clears throat> to see if uh, Taiwan is one of those countries. Uh, it may not even be. Um, let me see. What 11 countries are part of the CPTPP? Okay. So now it's CPTPP. Uh, shit. Let me go back to the uh, Department of... Um, Council of Foreign Relations. 
see if they can tell me what uh, CPTPP is. <clears throat> um, give me just one moment. And yeah, yeah, this is exactly uh, which countries? Which countries? Uh, so far as uh according to gov uh, gov.wells uh, there are 11 countries um a part of cptpp and that is canada mexico peru chile new zealand australia brunei singapore malaysia vietnam and japan okay uh so let me go back uh to see okay so so Taiwan is not Japan. Okay. Uh it's all, it's off the coast um of Asia. Uh so all right. So what is going on in Taiwan? What's going on there? What what, what is Taiwan doing? Okay, we're just going to look up. I'm just going to go to CNN. Uh, they should be the easiest. Um, <clears throat> okay, so it looks like uh, Warren Buffett uh, just sold a bunch of uh, stake in Taiwan Semiconductor. Um, that looks like it took place... Uh, da, 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 da. Let me see. When was this take? It, okay, it doesn't even tell me when uh, the date of this article. Um. Okay. So there's a huge stake from a a, a very big uh, investor who um, decided to pull out. Let, let me just click on China Taiwan uh, news. What's going on? Uh, I'm, I'm just going to type in. Uh, what is going on between, um, China and Taiwan? What, what are they going through? Uh, okay. So there's an article here, uh, on CFR.org. Um, it states, uh, articles written by Lindsay Maisland. Uh, this was on April 18th, 2023. Uh, why China and Taiwan relations are so tense. Uh, just go over um, a couple of bullet points real quick. Taiwan has governed, has been governed ind independently of China since 1949. But Beijing views the island as part of its territory. Uh, and let me verify um, Beijing is in China, correct? Let me let me check that. Beijing is in what country? The People's Republic of China. And, and, and real quick, while we're on the topic, um, um, China has a prime minister, correct? Minister. Okay. Um. I just want to see real quick. Uh, 
This is Wikipedia. Uh, okay, let me not, let me go past that. Um, okay, I'll I'll go over that later. Uh, let me see, ChineseJusticeObserver.com. Does China have a prime minister or president? Uh, in accordance with the PRC Constitution, the president and vice president are elected by the Na- National People's Congress. The NPC, National People's Congress, decides who will be the premier subject to the nomination of the president. In accordance with the decisions of the NPC and standing committee, the president is empowered to progumulate laws, appoint, and remove the premier, vice premier, state councilors, and ministers of the state council, award national medals and honorary titles, issue amnesty, declare a state of emergency, declare a state of war, and issue mobilization order as well. The premier is in charge of the state council. The state council is the central people's government, uh, the executive body of the highest organ of state and power and the highest administration organ of the state. Um, okay. All right. So, um, okay. Here on March 10th, 2023, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to tear this apart. Um, uh, this is uh, the nationalnews.com. Um, this is May 18th, 2023. No, that's today. Uh, but it looks like this was written back on March 11th, 2023. Uh, Ling Kang. Here, let me let the computer read that. I'm going to. Oh, I won't even read it. Okay. Let me see if my computer will read it. Lee. Li Chang elected as China's new prime minister. Okay. All right. Thank you. Me right. minister. Okay. Thank you. All right. Let me... Stir. Oh. All right. Let me turn that Economic off. growth is expected to top agenda for close ally of president. Okay. Uh. So Li Chang takes the oath uh, to become uh, China's new prime minister um, by the president uh, Xi Jinping. Um. So, uh, it does look like, uh, the prime minister, uh, they have a prime minister and a president. Um, but what I wanted to, uh, look at real quick was, um, uh, so Beijing is in the people's Republic of China. Um, and Beijing has felt that Taiwan is a a part of their, their region, uh, of their territory. Uh, back to the article written by Lindsay Maisland, um, uh, why China-Taiwan relations are so tense. Um, Beijing has vowed to eventually unify Taiwan with the mainland using force if necessary. Tensions are rising. Taiwanese president, uh, look, let me, you know what? I'm just going to start letting the computer read, uh, Cause my my reading is probably terrible. Let me let me see real quick. Um, Tensions are rising. Taiwanese President Tsai Ing-wen, whose party platform, Or's Independence, has rebuked Beijing. Oh, sorry. Tsai Ing-wen, whose party platform favors independence, has rebuked Beijing's efforts to undermine democracy. Beijing has ramped up political and military pressure on Taipei. 
Some analysts fear the United States and China could go to war over Taiwan. U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's trip to the island in 2022 heightened tensions between the countries. Okay. So, tensions are rising between... Beijing feels like Taiwan is theirs. Uh, tensions are rising between Taiwan and China. And the United States feels like they're going to have to go to war with China over Taiwan. And Nancy Pelosi made a trip to um, China, uh, to, I'm assuming, Taiwan, that made tensions rise. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, let's see real quick. Um, is Taiwan a member of the United Nations? Like, what's going on here? Countries. Introduction. Taiwan, officially known as the Republic of China, ROC, is an island... Is Taiwan a member of the United Nations? No. China rejects Taiwan's participation as a member in UN agencies and other international organizations that limit membership to states. Taipei regularly protests its exclusion. The United States also pushes for Taiwan's meaningful participation in such organizations. Amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Okay, so they're not part of the United Nations. Um... Let me see something. Taiwan part of China? Beijing asserts that there is only one China and that Taiwan is part of it. It views the PRC as the only legitimate government of China, an approach it calls the One China Principle, and seeks Taiwan's eventual unification with the mainland. Beijing claims that Taiwan is bound by an understanding known as the 1992 Consensus, which was reached between representatives of the Chinese Communist Party, CCP, and the Kuomintang, KMT, party that then ruled Taiwan. Okay. How All right. Okay. And let's just see what is up the U.S. What is the United States' relationship with Taiwan? In 1979 the United States established formal diplomatic relations with the PRC. At the same time, it severed its diplomatic ties and abrogated its mutual defense treaty with the ROC. But the United States maintains a robust unofficial relationship with the island and continues to sell defense equipment to its military. Beijing has repeatedly urged Washington to stop selling weapons to and cease contact with Taipei. Trace the history. Timeline, U.S. The U.S. approach is governed by its One China Policy, PDF. It is based on several documents, such as three U.S.-China communiques reached in 1972, 1978, and 1982, the Taiwan Relations Act, passed by the U.S. Congress in 1979, and the recently declassified Six Assurances, PDF, which President Ronald Reagan conveyed to Taiwan in 1982. These documents lay out that the United States acknowledges the Chinese position that there is but one China and Taiwan is part of China and that the PRC is the sole legal government of China, 
Some U.S. officials have emphasized that the use of the word acknowledge implies that the United States doesn't necessarily accept the Chinese position. Oh. Rejects any use of force to settle the dispute. Maintains cultural, commercial, and other ties with Taiwan, carried out through the American Institute in Taiwan, AIT. Commits to selling arms to Taiwan for self-defense, and will maintain the ability to come to Taiwan's defense while not actually committing to doing so, a policy known as strategic ambiguity. The United States' chief goal is to maintain peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait, and it has implored both Beijing and Taipei to maintain the status quo. Washington says it does not support Taiwanese independence. Okay, and there's more to go. Um... Um, there's just a little bit more I want to go over real quick before we take a quick break. Um, uh, there's just a little bit more cause this thing is, this thing is getting deep. Uh, let me see if there's more to, um, Taiwan. Um, besides, uh, that's my girlfriend. No, that's my girlfriend. That, um, because they said they were selling uh, self-defense weapons. Uh, is there more to Taiwan? Um, um, let's see. I mean, it's like, okay. Um. Just besides they're saying, no, we're not Chinese. Uh, America is still uh, supplying them. Um, Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. I I just want to see a little bit more. So so essentially, um, it appears that this is like a national security issue. Uh, This doesn't really have anything to do with the economy. let me see if we can figure out something like that, because um, that's what I'm trying to figure out. It, it sounds like uh, 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 America's maintaining a relationship with Taiwan uh, in self-defense uh, against uh, China. Um, but let's see if there's an economical um reason for the relationship and somebody may say hell yeah what are you stupid but that's what that's that's what house of barf is i'm doing my research so give me just one second um um what are the the economical benefits of uh taiwan I mean, it can't just be, um, you know, um, let's go. This is the world trade, uh, organization. Um, this is about the Taiwan government. Um, let's, uh, let's see, uh, what we can find out. This is Taiwan.gov.tw. Um, it's funny at the very top it says government portal of the Republic of China. So <laughs> looks like they're they're really getting started. Uh let's see. 
uh, what they have to say about the Chi the Taiwan government. According to the World Trade Organization, Taiwan was the 16th largest exporter and 17th largest importer of merchandise in 2021. It was also one of the largest holders of foreign exchange reserves as of December 2021. Taiwan's gross domestic product per capita reached 33,011 US dollars in 2021. In terms of nominal GDP, Taiwan ranks close to Poland and Sweden, while its GDP per capita expressed as purchasing power parity is similar to that of Austria and Netherlands. Okay. All right. Um Okay, we're going to take a quick break. I'm just kind of curious. Uh, so why doesn't America, I mean, on the map, I could be wrong. I mean, they're, they're, they're what did it say? GDP um, uh, reached $33,000 30, uh, US dollars in 2021. Uh, they're uh, <clears throat> 16th largest exporter, 17th largest importer. Um Real quick before we take a break. What what is Taiwan known for? What are, what are they what Yeah, what is it known for? Like Okay, here it is. They're most known for computers, seafood, beef noodles, betel nut berries, night markets, bicycles, HTC smartphones. Okay. Okay. Uh electronics, basic metals, Metal products, plastics, rubbers, chemicals, and machinery. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, just real quick. Um, is this war for Taiwan over computers? Um... Uh, let me see. Why computer chips are at the center of the tension over Taiwan? This was back in 2022. Okay. How the, how the computer chip shortage could incite a U.S. Okay. Okay. So I think, yeah. Uh, shortage could incite a U.S. conflict with China. All right. And Taiwan is, um, Taiwan is the place. So let me see real quick. Um. Um, what was I just looking at? Um, fast company, uh, fastcompany.com. Uh, yeah, just advertisements popping up all over the place. Uh, this is written back in August 2nd, 2022. Um, um, uh, this article uh, is uh, written by uh, Chris Morris. Um, this is what uh, would a war between Taiwan and China mean for the tech world? Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and uh, take a couple minutes. Military rhetoric between China and Taiwan is on the rise as House Speaker Nancy Pelosi visits the country. Okay. Visit Chinese fighter jet. Where, where she visited Taiwan, correct? Like they, they keep saying she visited the country. Why did they visit? Okay, yes, Nancy Pelosi's Taiwan visit. Thank you. Oh, and then uh, I gotta pay to read about her visit. Okay, 
All right, so her visit to the country. Chinese fighter jets flew along the Taiwan Strait Tuesday morning before Pelosi's visit, and the Taiwanese government said it had come under cyber attack. And China has warned that Pelosi's visit could result in disastrous consequences. Pelosi is the highest-ranking U.S. official to visit the island in 25 years. While Taiwan is a self-ruled democracy, China claims it is part of its territory. And the visit has the communist nation positioning itself for military drills, firing missiles into the Taiwan Strait, and sending more planes and naval vessels closer to the island. While it's still a big unknown if China will invade or is simply posturing, Taiwan's importance in the tech world is undeniable. The country manufactures more than 90% of the world's most advanced semiconductors, with exports of $118 billion last year. And it's home to Taiwan's semiconductor manufacturing company, TSMC, the world's most advanced chip factory, whose clients include such prestigious names as AMD, Apple, NVIDIA, ARM, and others. Without those chips, the frustrating delays we've faced in the pandemic years trying to buy a new car or a laptop or find a new video card or PlayStation will seem like the halcyon days of year for consumers. And technological advances in many fields could grind to a virtual halt. In a recent rare interview with CNN, TSMC President Mark Liu said an invasion would severely disrupt the economies of not only Taiwan and China, but most Western countries as well. War brings no winners. Everybody's losers, he said. If you take a military force or invasion, you will render TSMC factory inoperable. Because this is such a sophisticated manufacturing facility, it depends on real-time connection with the outside world, with Europe, with Japan, with US, from materials to chemicals to spare parts to engineering software and diagnosis. All right, last a little bit. While Russia's invasion of Ukraine has certainly impacted global trade routes, disrupting gas prices and causing a spike in food prices across Europe, Taiwanese officials say an attack on their country by China would have a larger global impact, hitting industries ranging from automakers and personal electronics to home entertainment. There would be a worldwide shortage of supply, Taiwan's top trade negotiator John Deng told Reuters earlier this year. Okay. All right. Okay, China, Taiwan, USA, Russia, Ukraine. Ooh, ooh. Let's see who else is at war right now. Last thing before we take a quick break, and uh, what what countries are at war right now? You, you know we always pay attention to the white wars. But let, let's see the world wars. Okay, countries such as Afghanistan, Central Africa Republic, Ethiopia, Libya, Mali, South, uh, Somalia, South Sudan, Syria, currently experiencing civil wars. This is uh, wisevoter.com. Okay, like, I mean, there, there's just so much war going on. Uh, we can't always just, you know, focus on one. But uh, so right now we have the 2022 Russia-Ukraine conflict. Uh, let's see what else we have. Um, let me see if there's any other words I can I can see real quick. Okay, um, those other ones. Uh, this is WorldPopulationReview.com. Afghanistan Civil War, 
Burkina Faso, terrorist insurgency, Colombia, civil war, drugs. Damn. <laughs> Why did they do that? <laughs> DR Congo, terrorist insurgency, Ethiopia, civil war, Iraq, terrorist insurgency and political unrest. Uh, yeah, it's almost like uh, Colombia. <laughs> uh, Mali, civil war, Mexico, drugs. Uh, Nigeria, terrorists, Somalia, civil war, South Sudan, ethnic violence. Damn, ethnic violence. Sudan, terrorist insurgency, Syria, civil war, Yemen, civil war. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of wars going on right now, but the main ones that appears that we're focusing on is Russia, Ukraine, and, um, Taiwan, China. So it looks like we have kind of an idea what's going on with Chinese Taiwan, uh, at least I'm having a better idea. Uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get ready to wrap this up uh, for today. Um, this is Chairman House of Barf. All right, all right. Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to stop by. Uh, looks like uh, take two, up about 12.5%. Uh, 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 right now it's about approximately 10.52 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, again, it's May 18, 2023. Uh, I do have a visitor. Um, I have a guest who's always more than welcome to stop by the house. Uh, it's, it's Ra. Ra, would you like to say hello? Hi. What What, what are you thinking about uh, right now? What are you thinking about? What, what do you think about? Uh, what do you think about the um, the house of Barf? Nice. You think it's nice? Cool. 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 I know you said uh, I need to add more energy. Yeah. Yeah, more energy. Uh, okay. So, uh, do you think it's high? Do you think it's medium, or do you think it's low? Low. Okay. Okay. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. It is. It's, it is the house of barf. Thank you so much for your input. I'll definitely. Uh, Why are you doing? Why are you doing your voice low? Just be a little bit loud. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about what I want for breakfast. Okay. Okay. And uh, also, um, speak louder. Put a little more energy in my voice. And um, and uh, anything I else? Call, I got a coin. You found a coin? Yeah. What kind of coin? Hold on. What's that coin called? Mm, I don't know. Okay, that one's a penny. Okay, it's a pretty penny. All right, so just want to go ahead and do a little snippet. Uh, Raw wanted to stop by and say hello. No! All right. Um Put a little bit more pep in the voice, and uh, is, is, is the, the topics are they too boring? Um, no, just too educational. But I still like it now. Okay, so too educational. So, uh, what what should I do to not make it so educational? Just kind of lower the topics. You first say educate. Um, number one, say a little bit of educational stuff. Number two, talk about um bills or something. Okay. 
I don't know. Okay, no, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, okay. I, I'm taking this down in my notes. Here, let me. Oh, yay. Let me write this down in my notes. Uh, too educational. Tone it down a little bit and speak up. All right, thank you so much for that. All right, this is. You're uh, welcome. You're welcome. All right, this is Chairman, and this is. Sorry. And this is House of Barf. All right, all right. Thank you to. Uh, real quick, we're looking at semiconductors on CNBC.com. There's some big money behind it. Micron says it's investing $3.7 billion. That does include Japanese state subsidies to build the plant. Samsung is looking to build a plant as well. They're trying to diversify away from Taiwan, obviously, and counter China. And, and it's an important step. It's also just continuing to make Japan a darling for foreign investors. Uh, not bad timing given the G7 uh, this week. And it's not just Japan. Uh, some news about Amazon and maybe Tesla investing billions in cloud infrastructure in India hmm. and in the auto business. So, yeah, the... India and Japan the, seem to be big beneficiaries. The, the fracturing away from a China-only supply chain is hugely important for global And climate. Mexico, too. Mexico, India, Japan, th those are sort of the themes, right? The anti-China trades and investments. Yeah. Meantime, back home, uh, turning to a recent trend on the street, companies turning to spinoffs to boost returns. Our all right, all right. So they were just talking about semiconductors. Um, the prices of semiconductors, Taiwan, Intel, I think it was macro, uh, appear to be up on the day. I don't have uh, all the news. Is It's approximately 1130 uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, again, May 18, two, 2023. Uh, thank you to anybody and everybody who decided to take time out of their day to come kick it with your man, Chan Man, at the house. Um, so, uh, basically, uh, as we also did here, uh, which I didn't see in my research, uh, that we did very briefly. Uh, if you want to stay away from the China, Taiwan, USA threesome, then you can just go ahead and look at uh, what it also appears to be is um, quieter countries as of right now. Uh, India, which possibly has a lot of uh, room for growth, uh, speculation. Uh, Japan, not sure exactly. Uh, and uh, Mexico, I would assume, for uh, uh, inexpensive labor. Um, but um, real quick, uh, before we head out for just this topic at least... Um, I wanted to see something real quick. Um, what, what the fuck is the purpose of a semiconductor? Uh, what is, what, what benefits do we get from semiconductors? Um, let's go ahead and take a look at this real quick. Uh, this is Varian.com, semiconductors, and their role in sustainable energy. Uh, I'm just going to take a quick look at this. Uh, we're not going to um, uh, take all day on this one because uh, uh, I think we've basically figured out with uh, the, the economic benefit of. So essentially, here, let's just see what semiconductors can do. Semiconductors are materials that have electrical properties between those of conductors and insulators. They can be used to control the flow of current by varying the amount of charge they carry, making them essential components in modern electronics. The use of semiconductors in the power industry has had a dramatic effect on renewable energy sources. By maximizing the efficiency of solar panels and wind turbines, 
semiconductors have enabled large-scale production of sustainable electricity. Not only are they used to increase the output of renewable energy technologies, but they can also be used to store excess energy produced by those technologies when demand... Okay, um, sorry. Demand is low. Okay, so huge energy-efficient products to help us... Um, uh, and I know the debt ceiling is... Uh, um, so, being in control of the semiconductors, the semiconductor industry uh, does what for an economy? Um, uh, okay. Uh, this is real basic. This is semiconductor.org. Um, real basic. Uh, semiconductors are the brains of modern electronics, enabling technologies critical to U.S. economic growth, national security, and global competitiveness. Okay. Okay, so essentially... Semiconductors have driven advances in communications, Computing, healthcare, military systems, transportation, clean energy, and countless other applications. Okay, so essentially just, you know, going back to uh, the jobs, if if uh, the president uh, was to bring back um, uh, jobs such as coal mining or something like that, um, we, would, we wouldn't be manual. It would be, you know, processes and then people who know how to uh, work on those jobs. Uh, uh, semiconductors or whatever technology it will be in five to ten years uh semiconductors impact on the economy on a on a country's economy not not just um um not just america's but like what, what what's the impact of um it's just you know it's key uh it's, it seems like it's more of a national security issue doesn't really seem like it's an economic issue key to economic and national security um global global semiconductor fabrication capacity 2019 uh don't know exactly what that means but south korea taiwan japan china north america europe rest of the world uh, uh, South Korea appears to have 28%. Uh, Taiwan appears to have 22%. Japan apparently has about 16% of global semiconductor fabrication capacity 2019. Uh, this is on RPC, Senate.gov. Um, uh, this is regarding uh, China making its move. The U.S. and our allies are engaged in a global geopolitical and economic competition with China that will... Define the 21st century. Um, here, let me go ahead just real briefly. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, share of the global semiconductor. Um, uh, the global semiconductor. Uh, this is, uh, let me see when this was written. This is in 2021. Approximately is about $193 billion in 2019. Uh, and again, it, it handles those strong topics, uh, healthcare, computers, national security. Um, 
let's just take a little quick look at this. Um, Semiconductors underlie the technologies that will be the engines of economic growth and prosperity, including AI, autonomous systems, advanced robotics, and quantum computing. Quantum computing. Goodness gracious. Dropping terms like that. Let's see what quantum computing is. This is Wikipedia. Uh, quantum computer is a computer that exploits quantum mechanical phenomena. Uh, okay, we'll take a look at quantum computing later. Uh, real quick, let's just take a quick look at quantum computing. What the fuck is that? All right, people just be dropping terms, just thinking you know them. Quantum computing. What is quantum computing? Uh, computing, computing that makes use of quantum states of subatomic particles to store information. You see what I'm saying? Like, how, how the fuck am I supposed to learn? Do you see? This is the struggle that people deal with. And it's very frustrating. Look, how am I supposed to learn when I go off the rules that you can't put the word back in the sentence? You know, last one I read on Wikipedia, a quantum computer is a computer that exploits quantum mechanical phenomena. Thank you. Quantum computing. This is dictionary.com on Google. Computing that makes use of quantum states of subatomic particles to store information. You know what I'm saying? Like, how am I supposed to learn that way? You just, you essentially just said, man, I don't even know. Uh, quantum computing. Uh, this is Investopedia. Thank you, Investopedia. Let's, uh, I, I feel like I can trust you. Uh, this is written in April 6, 2023. Uh, here, let me go ahead and let the computer handle it. Quantum computing is an area of computer science that uses the principles of quantum theory. Quantum theory explains the behavior of energy and material on the atomic and subatomic levels. Quantum computing uses subatomic particles, such as electrons or photons. Quantum bits, or qubits, allow these particles to exist in more than one state, i.e., one and zero, at the same time. Theoretically, linked qubits can exploit the interference between their wave-like quantum states to perform calculations that might otherwise take millions of years one. Okay, just one last thing. I just want to type in... Uh... What does quantum mean? Okay, uh, this is Google.com. A discrete quantity of energy, energy proportional. Uh, here, you know what? Again, we're, we're, we are going to let you handle this, computer. We're letting AI take over. Here we go. A discrete quantity of energy proportional in magnitude to the frequency of the radiation it represents. Two. A required or allowed amount, especially an amount of money legally payable in damages. Oh, okay. All right. So, essentially, um, from 2021, the market is a $193 billion market. Um, and if you can hold that down for five to ten years even, uh, that's a lot of money that you can bring into the economy. I think we learned uh, that the U.S. economy... U.S. 
economy is worth about how much? It's I believe it was three trillion. No, twenty three trillion. This is um uh this is worlddata.info with a GDP of twenty three point thirty two trillion dollars. The US is by far the world's largest economy in twenty twenty one. Okay, that's twenty twenty one. Um but it, uh so um let's say it's around uh twenty nine trillion approximately because that was in twenty twenty one uh so let's just say it's approximately about twenty nine trillion now um just throwing that number out there um so um a hundred two hundred billion dollars uh if that's the semiconductor industry you know that's the whole industry America's not getting all of that but that's a tremendous amount of national security uh uh the uh economy uh healthcare i mean you again it would be a race to uh autonomy um uh a race to ai um so it seems like that's a, a, a st- uh, essentially what we're getting at with the china taiwan issue uh the usa um uh threesome is that um Taiwan is doing a spectacular job in technology. Uh, they're produ- they're providing services for big names that we know about, uh, advanced micro devices, uh, Nvidia. There was a few other names out there that they're providing uh, uh, um, services to. I don't know exactly what they're doing, uh, but um, China. Uh, see, the thing about a fight is China also feels like they have. Um, you know they they control Taiwan, uh, so that's their big issue. Uh, so this is the tensions that are going on uh, between uh, China and Taiwan, and it really has something to do with the microchip war, um, uh, the semiconductor war. Uh, so um, uh, and it appears that Taiwan controls that. Just being a small island, uh, real quick, theeconomist.com. Uh, Taiwan produces over 60% of the world's semiconductors and over 90% of the most advanced ones. Like, damn. Okay. Uh, let's just take a look at TSMC. Uh, that's Taiwan Semiconductor, the uh, ticker. Uh, let's just take a quick look. And we're about to go ahead and wrap this up. Well, you can't really say that when it's episodes like forever long. Um, Taiwan Semiconductor right now is up approximately about 2.55%. Right now, it's trading at about $93.18. Uh, dividend yield of approximately 2.41%, and that's annually. Market cap of approximately $461 billion. Um, yeah, so uh, right now, it's 52-week high is 106. So it's, a, it's down from its 52-week high, 52-week low. 59, goodness. So, whoo! Whoo, if you got that at, that at that low. Let me see one year. When was it at 50? It was in November of 2022. Okay. That's when it dropped down. Okay. So, all right. Uh, so, yeah. That was great. Um, going to take a... take. Uh, I may come back later. Going to go ahead and wrap this up. I want to say it again. Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to stop by. Keep it with your man, Chairman. I appreciate it. Thank you. You have a great day. Maybe talking to you later. If I don't, talk to you. Most likely tomorrow. All right. Thank you. Uh, This is Chairman House of Barf.